Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. What is going on, folks? Welcome to the program. Pleasure to have your company from wherever you are joining us around the world. So uh, this is another big week in golf. I know I say that every single week because I'm a golf geek. I get it. But with the fact that it's the BMW PGA Championship going on at Wentworth, which is the flagship event of the DP World Tour, formerly known as the European Tour, and the story coming in, as is many of the stories in the world of golf right now, is about friction, of course, between uh, the DP World Tour, between, say, the PGA Tour, between Live Golf, and the fact that Live Golf players in the UK were allowed by order to participate until uh, the court sorts it all out. On the U.S. side, as you know, they were not allowed in, in a separate ruling. So they're there. A number of big players have been weighing in on that. There was a little kind of going back and forth between Taylor Gooch and Billy Horschel yesterday, but Billy Horschel spoke to it. Uh, John Rahm spoke to it. You'll hear from those guys coming up. We didn't have time to play the presser yesterday from Dustin Johnson after he made that eagle putt to win the live event in Boston. We're going to get to that in a little while as well. The European Ryder Cup captain, Luke Donald, uh, spoke yesterday. and There was a big announcement made yesterday that they're going to have a competition that is a Ryder Cup-style competition, but it's between UK and Ireland against continental Europe. And the, the idea is to get everyone collectively, whether you're talking about uh, coaches, uh, coaches that they see as part of the ascendancy to vice captains and captains or the players to get them used to that format and get them used to that setting. The thing that I think that's interesting about that and kind of fun is that uh, Great Britain and Ireland were the original two members that used to compete against the United States before continental Europe joined the Ryder Cup back in 1979. And with all of this kind of talk about friction, Dom, I don't know what we've created with Andrew. Did you see the, did you see the dumb uh, thumbnail he did for today's show? This, this is what he created for the start of the That's show. That's an all-timer right there. <laughs> that is an all-timer. When he showed that to me this morning, I almost fell out of my chair. He is very, very talented with the stuff that he puts together. So we're going to get into all all of that uh, coming up on the show today. It's actually not from Step Brothers. That's uh, that's that's a scene from the range at the BMW PGA. Yes, (laughs) yes, exactly. Here, put uh, it up again. I want, I want to uh, see which... Two guys at the end of the range there. Go ahead, put it up. I want to see I want to see which two players that might be. Uh, well, based on bit... today, we'll go with, uh, I don't know. What do you think? I think Taylor the PGA Gucci Tour has got to be, that's probably Billy Horschel right now. He seems pretty angry. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll say that uh, that's Taylor Gooch. I love it. Could be that. It's a bar Could fight. Be that. I never know. Could be that. Having some fun. All parody, folks. Relax. Everybody relax. Relax. It is an absolute delight to welcome to the program one of the players that broke through uh, with, the, with the Corn Ferry Tour to earn their card. Remember, there's 50 cards to get to the PGA Tour. And I had the pleasure of hosting at Golf Central when the, the players finished the finals 25, although our next guest, guest didn't have to gain entry in that way. It was so incredible 
to watch the emotions of these players when they break through, when they realize a lifetime dream. Uh, and, and it's kind of interesting because, yes, it very much is the case when it's the first time, but sometimes for other players, they're, they've earned their card back again, which is either way, however you slice it, it's really fun to see. Uh, Trevor Cohn is joining us. Uh, he is, I can proudly say uh, that he is a PGA Tour player now. Uh, he has a couple wins in the Corn Ferry Tour, including one this year. 96 career Corn Ferry Tour starts 14 top 25s. Uh, in his efforts, he's 29 years old, a North Carolina native. He went to Virginia Tech, uh, and this will be his rookie year on the PGA Tour. So it is a pleasure to say congratulations and welcome to Trevor Cohn. Trevor, how you feeling? How you doing? I'm good, Matt. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. All right, take us through, if you could, the emotional roller coaster of what it's like to be out there competing and knowing that you have to keep the grind on to get to where you want to go. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great. We just finished like five weeks in a row, so it's it's been kind of a grind. It's nice to have a little downtime before uh, next week in Napa. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. You put your put your foot on the pedal all year on Corn Ferry and just uh, just try and get it done. And luckily, I was able to this year. So uh, quick turnaround. We're used to having a couple months off, but. It's uh, it's going to be nice to, to get to Napa on uh, Friday. You know what's cool about that, though, Trevor? I, I, the other night when I was on, I was on with Trip Eisenhower, who, who had a huge amount of experience on the tour that you're coming off. And one of the things that we were discussing is that when you guys go to Napa, you're coming in off a five-week grind in which you've had to have such mental focus that your games are tuned and historically, a lot of the guys coming off the Corn Ferry Tour that have gained status that get onto the PGA Tour in this fall season, of which it's the last one that you can do this, you guys are in pretty good shape because of because of the way that you have your game sharpened. How do you feel about your game right now? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, I obviously, I missed the first two cuts of the finals events, and then I made the cut last week in Indiana, so that was nice to uh, at least go in with a little momentum. Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it helps to have played. Uh, unlike some of those guys who've taken a couple weeks off since either the Tour Championship or the BMW or whichever FedEx Cup event they played, um, and I think all of us are just so excited to get out there that uh, and prepared. I'd say that we're uh, we're ready to just jump right in. I am going to ask you about your enthusiasm, your excitement, the kind of realization of a, of a dream. But I want to approach it from the other side for a second, the human side, uh, one of doubt. And I'm curious about the quiet hours, you know, the, the times when you wake up pre-dawn and, and you're wondering, can I do this? Is it going to happen? Is it my time? Did you go through like that, anything like that, uh, Trevor? And, and how, in your case, would you deal with it? Um, I mean, I'm not sure I ever went through, like, truly thinking about it because I don't I mean, I kind of went through the process of, like, you don't really think about it until it happens. Like, all of us obviously know that we can play on the PGA Tour and maybe get there one day. But, um, yeah, I didn't really think – I mean, obviously you think about what you need to do to get there. You don't really mm -hmm. think about the – I mean, when you're in a low time, it's obviously not the best. But um, you just try and stay so in the moment out here that um, you're just focused on the tournament ahead of you and, and trying to do the best that you can there. So I wouldn't say 
I don't know. I'd say it probably still hasn't hit me. I don't know if it's going to hit me when we get there in Napa, but um, yeah, it's it's obviously a grind. Um, the low times are aren't great, but without those, you it it wouldn't make you feel as uh, grateful once you get there. I guess. Well, let's go to that side then. Let's talk about the side that is a gratefulness. That is that is the realization of of a dream of an objective uh, for you. What does this represent? How long a path from the time that you were a kid that you know that you wanted to play in the PGA Tour and now you get to pick up the phone and call whomever, and I'm curious who that was, to say, I did it, I made it. Yeah, I was I was lucky enough to have uh, some people around me, my dad, my girlfriend in Omaha for the last regular season event. So unfortunately my mom couldn't come, but she was, she was that call. So um, yeah, it was it was kind of a culmination. I, I finished the last round and I didn't really, I mean, I knew I was probably good going into Omaha. So there wasn't, there was still some pressure, but I kind of just ignored it all and like deleted the, the PGA tour apps and never looked at anything all week. And then finally got done on Sunday and, and uh, Sunday went along to the point where my caddy never really, we weren't playing great. And my caddy never really like told me, Hey, we got to make some birdies. So I kind of thought I was in a good position and then, uh, got done. And then it, the first thing that kind of hit me was just like my parents, uh, just like the sacrifices they made for me to get where I am. Yeah. So all those hours, they were driving me to tournaments and spending on the golf course, watching me when they could have been doing other things. Uh, yeah, it kind of hit me when I walked off the, the 18th green and, and gave my dad a hug and, and, uh, just told him how much it meant to me that all the trips they'd taken for me. Wow, is that cool. Now, just to, for clarity, did you say that you deleted the app? I did, yeah. So that kind of I goes deleted. back to my question about stress management, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I deleted it on Monday morning. So I, I knew where I was after Utah. And I and luckily, I was in a position to where I could do it because I played so well in Utah um, and jumped up seven spots from 27 to 20. And... <clears throat> they didn't want to tell us like which guys were safe. So even technically for corn Ferry, like 15 was the guy that was still not quite technically fail safe. Yeah. So we knew we were in a pretty good spot and I was, I was just glad I wasn't like 22, 23, 24, 25. Um, and then once I made the cut, I knew I was probably okay. Uh, I just needed to play decent golf on the weekend. I'm still curious about the app thing. Is it your nature to like obsessively look at something like that? Was that, that was obviously something you were doing to control what you could or couldn't do. Um, yeah, I just didn't want to get in a position where I was looking at it after, like after each round Thursday and Friday and maybe even Saturday. So, um, <laughs> I knew there were a couple guys behind me that may have missed the cut after Friday. And then I was kind of, I still didn't look at it, but I knew, kind of the position I was in. Uh, I don't know. It was the most stressed out I've ever been off the golf course. I was telling everyone uh, just because I had no gauge of what was going on. And then, but it was weird once I got to the course and like started warming up and playing each day, it was like the the calmest I'd ever been. So it's an interesting experience. That is interesting. That is very cool. Uh, And now that you're going to the PGA tour, uh, Trevor, I'm going to ask you to cast your mind back to the, the first time that you were on with us. It really wasn't that long ago, but this is the first time that you were on with us then. And I asked you about 
when you make it to the big show, who it was that you wanted to associate yourself with. Because, you know, I love to ask the question of, you know, what's your brand going to be? And I'm still going to ask you that today as you, as you go to the PGA yeah. Tour, what's your brand represent? But this was the answer that you gave me then. Watch this. If I get to the PGA Tour one day, I want to, want to have some fun sponsors, like especially North Carolina things. Like to me, Krispy Kreme would be an ideal sponsor yeah, one day baby. if I was ever to get on tour, just throw that on the bag. And uh, I know they're probably not into golf, but I'm sure they would love to have their logo anywhere once I get out there. How awesome is that, Krispy Kreme? So I don't know who you have representing you now, dude, but you've yeah. somebody's got to call Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I think uh, I think we need to put the word in early, I guess, and, and make a call to someone uh, at headquarters. But even still, I mean, uh, my caddy and I were actually talking about that last week in Indiana. It would be that'd be a pretty cool bag, like a little white bag with all the uh, green little dots of Krispy Kreme boxes on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that's a little motivation to play really well this year and, and prove that I can stay out there and then maybe they'll come calling. Bring, bring Krispy Kreme to, to the PGA Tour. Now, Absolutely. correct me with because I, 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 I've been in some of the other donut shops. Krispy Kreme, they, do you, they have all the different style of donuts too, right? Because I remember the big conveyor belts where they all look the same. Yeah, they right? have all the, the the hot glaze, but they have other donuts too, yeah. They do. Okay. So here's my question. And Dominic, you have to do some research on this. Someone somewhere, I'm sure, has done an analysis of personality types based upon the type of donut that you eat. I'm convinced I'm of sure. this. So for Trevor yeah. Cohn, future ambassador for Krispy Kreme, the guy that introduced Krispy Kreme to the PGA Tour, this is historic stuff. What's your go-to donut at Krispy Kreme? I mean, at Krispy Kreme, it's got to be the hot and fresh, hot, hot glazed. Hot uh, glazed, hot and fresh. Yeah. I mean, Dom just said their, in my head sec, solid. It's their go-to, I mean. That was the analysis. So my question is, Dom, did you find out if, if glazed donut represents a personality trait? And if it does, what would that tell us about Trevor Cohn? Not in those 30 seconds. I have not found it yet. But I would think it's the perfect donut for a PGA Tour player. Reason being what? Because it's rock solid. It's consistent. It never (laughs) fails. That hot sign goes on. You slam your brakes. Like, oh, my God, there's fresh donuts in there. You just go right in there. You get that. Oh, man, there's nothing. There's nothing like because I I live in the Carolinas now. And Trevor knows. I mean, there's just nothing like it. If you don't feel like a donut. But you're driving by a Krispy Kreme and that, that, that little like orange glow hits. You just slam your brakes. You're like, well, I'm going to have to get one of those. Now, see, Trevor, to me, I would, I would think it would have to go a little bit deeper than that. As a PGA Tour player that's going deep on Krispy Kreme glazed donuts, I would say the personality trait would be individualistic, obviously setting your own path, and a good amount of rebel because everybody else out there is, you know, peanut butter on one side of the bread with sliced bananas on the other and maybe some granola or some, some nuts or something. And you're going full on like straight out of the seventies, maybe eighties and you're wolfing down donuts while you're going down the fairway. I think that this is a whole new path. Absolutely. I think it's uh I'd say it's it's kind of the 
the main draw, but also flies under the radar. Mm-hmm. Everyone tries to tries to think of another donut to get, uh, but I just want to fly under the radar and, and uh, go about my business, I guess. Yeah, well, given where golf is right now, I think that you could be launching a whole donut war at the game's highest levels. And why not? Why not be the first guy in? I would totally agree with that. Hey, two, uh, two points. As, as I mentioned to you, I'm going to ask you about your brand stuff in a second. But I am going to ask you, in all seriousness, about the sponsors that, that you have. Because uh, anyone that you're dealing with right now that's helped you get to this point, let's spread a little love for them. It's our way of saying thank you to you when you say thank you to them. But to that point of the brand, my belief is, my personal belief is, that when you guys make it to this level, you are now on the grandest stage of the game of golf anywhere in the world, right? And you are, in essence, the CEO of the Trevor Cohn brand. I'm curious what you want that brand to represent to the world. What message do you want the world to hear when they hear and see your name? Uh, just just something, a brand that's, that's going to bring the, the best uh, out of me and out of the companies that I represent. Uh, and just um, respectful. I mean, someone that's going to do the right things all the time and, and try and uh, present his best self to the world. Um, especially out there, it's a little, there's a lot more cameras on you and you got to be, uh, you got to be the best person you can. And, and uh, I think I have some good role models uh, that have showed me the way and, and uh, just, I, I mean, yeah, it's, I haven't really thought about that, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully anyone I represent in the future will, uh, will see who I am as a person and uh, be interested. Very cool. And a good answer too, for something, like I said, you've probably not been asked that before. So I think you did a great job with it to the sponsors though. Uh, Who are you associated with right now? Who, who can we uh, help spread the word on? Yeah. I mean, my main sponsor is just Titleist and Footjoy right now. Um, They've been behind me ever since, uh, they got behind me in clubs and clothes um, the year after I won in 2018 and 2019. So they've seen the uh, the thin years and uh, stuck with me ever since. So um, 2019 through 21 weren't great, but uh, I'm glad I was able to represent them a little better this year and, and hopefully a lot better going forward. When, when we're signing off here, when you hear me say Trevor Cohn from the PGA Tour, does that strike you yet? Has that settled? No, not even close. Yeah, so maybe when uh, when I tee it up on Thursday next week in Napa, I guess it'll finally settle in. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's it's just that I'm prepared to go to the next level now and and ready to get after it. Yeah, you've done it. You have done it. You have earned it, uh, Trevor. We're really proud of you. Really excited for you too. We wish you the very very best as you move forward. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. Thanks for having good me on. To see you. See ya. All right, folks, uh, we're not done yet. We've got yet another player that has gone down a similar path. There's a little bit different, which we're going to be talking about in just a moment on the program today. Uh, Don't forget, the PGA Tour Superstore is the presenting sponsor of the Fairways of Life show. There are more than 50 of their big, beautiful stores spread out from coast to coast. They are the number one golf retailer in all of the land. And the reason why is because of everything that they have inside of these stores, whatever you're looking for for your golf game, whether you wear it, whether you swing it, whether you need to be taught it, you can find it inside of these stores. But I think there's a deeper reason why they are the number one golf retailer in all of the land. And that is because of a personal 
connection. It is about integrity. It is about honesty. It is about expertise. They are professionals. Shop with the pros. PGA Tour Superstore. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up after this. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour be for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. You got me on a good day. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylormade cobra titleist and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof don't just shop this season shop with the pros at the pga tour superstore are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing. Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 50.3 inches. The Wiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. I know the engagement now from wherever people are commenting on us because because of the way we distribute the show, it's on like dozens of different platforms. But I know people are weighing in. And I'm sure they're going to weigh in on what I'm about to say. But Don disagrees with my assessment of, you know, a glazed donut from Krispy Kreme being individualistic and on the PGA Tour, a rebel. Who else on the PGA Tour? I mean, they're all eating like grass and, and, and seeds and, and, you know, healthy whoa, stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. And You're Trevor's going to pull out a donut? 
I think there's plenty of guys on tour that have a donut now and then. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yes, you've got the guys that live on the Peloton, okay? There, there are those guys. You're yeah. actually going to hear from one of those guys later today. But are there you, are who are you talking about, Billy Horschel? Who, Can you see Billy Horschel yeah, well, eating a Krispy yes, Kreme donut? I think he'd seize. Yeah, no, he wouldn't. His body would shut down if he tried to put that Any in the system. Yeah, not, but, but there are plenty of guys who I'm sure live and breathe donuts. I mean, like, can't Keegan Bradley's hey. a Northeastern kid. You can't tell me every now and again he's not hopping, stopping by a Dunkin' Donuts. Come on. It's in his yeah. blood. Hey, uh, did you, do you have any contacts for Krispy Kreme? Can we, can we try to help Trevor out and make a connection uh, here? Yes. Yes, of course I do. Come on. Who do you think you're talking to? You think I don't know people at Krispy Kreme? <laughs> Come on. I know people everywhere. <laughs> well, you need help with Dunkin' Donuts? I was bust out my phone. I got the CEO right here. And then you uh, said, I we- do, I do actually have contacts and believe me, I will be, you know, here we are just trying to help other people. I'll be sending them a rather terse message about how they need to, yeah. <laughs> they need to supply Trevor Cohn with a golf bag. And Krispy Kreme and, and an ambassador's shipped. The only thing I'll ask in return for sort of being intermediary is yeah. donuts for life. Come on. <laughs> that's not that much. Krispy Kreme's are pretty cheap, you know? Just donuts for life. All I ask in return is a donut for life card. Just, just a couple of those. There you, would, you go. Is there even so, Krispy Kreme down where you are, Matt? Uh, yeah, they they are around. I again, I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of a Dunkin' guy, so sorry. I went there yesterday to tell yeah, you. Yeah, but once you see that that little hot glow sign, I'm not sure if you've ever seen it because it's not on a hundred percent of the time. But then you drive by and it goes. Zzz, zzz, and it's like hot, hot donuts. It's like this orange glow, especially at nighttime. If you've had a long night, because they stay open late, and you're driving in the dark and you see that, like you can see the glow from a half mile away. On the left up there, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think that's a Krispy Kreme. And then you drive by and the sign, it's a hot donut. That's it. Yeah, and then you pull over immediately. Yeah, no, I, uh, no. I'm, not, uh, I'm not much of a donut guy. I went into the Dunkin' Donuts yesterday. I got myself a you know, coffee and, and they, they had muffins up there. And I said, can I get a corn muffin? Now I'm in Orlando, you're in Raleigh. And even though people think that we're right next to each other because of the way your studio looks in mine, but just the technology makes it look that way, but we're not, we're hundreds of miles apart. So I said, can I get a corn muffin? She's like, no, don't have any. It's a blueberry muffin. So I conceded and I got the blueberry muffin, which was fine. But I, I actually said to her, why don't why doesn't anybody at the at the the Duncan down south have corn muffins? And she looked at me with with a, with a there was a sense of pity in her in her her look and response. And she said, "Because no one orders them." I was like, "Oh, so I don't get it." I don't. mean, up north you can get corn muffins all over the place. They have them on street corners. They have guys like, "Hey, buddy, you need a corn muffin?" So yeah. That's how it goes. So I mentioned to you earlier in the show, in the first segment, that Luke Donald, the captain of the European Ryder Cup team, had announced that this new competition between Great Britain and Ireland versus continental Europe, uh, and it's intended just to keep everybody sharp, etc. I mean, I suppose you could call it their version of the President's Cup, I suppose, uh, which is fine. Uh, but in this case, it, it, Luke Donald was able to address the media again from the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth. And we thought it, because he did and because we have it, we would pass it along to you. So here is Luke Donald, the captain of the European side. 
Yeah, I can't believe it's been 10 years, to be honest, but uh, such as uh, time flies, I suppose. But um, yeah, it's great to be back here. Like I, I play every year and um, such fond memories. Um, obviously, one of the, the best moments as an individual came here uh, 10, um, 11 years ago in 2011 uh, when, I, when I got to number one in the world and celebrating that victory around family and friends that you know, I grew up not too far away from here. So it's always been a special week for me. Yeah, it's all getting very real. Uh, it's great to, to see that the, the points are starting this week and uh, a great week for it to start. Um, excited to see how the guys get going and uh, you know, obviously be paying close attention to you know, players that have played Ryder Cups and players that uh, you know, are kind of on my radar. A little more pressure on me to, for the picks, but um, I, I really think this is amazing uh, opportunity uh, to create the strongest team, especially informed team. You know, we certainly had, you know, some some past Ryder Cups where you know some of the guys maybe didn't play the best the last couple of months leading up to it, uh, but we didn't have enough space, you know, to pick them. So uh, having more wild cards gives me a great opportunity to pick the informed players and, and create a, a great balanced team. Well, this is our flagship event. Um, it has a lot of history going back to, to, to the, the world match play that they played here. A lot of the great Seve and Faldo and, you know, all those guys, even, you know, people coming over from, from the U.S. And, and competing Tiger and, and the list goes on and on. So, um, and obviously, you know, that's, uh, that's evolved into what we have now here, the, the BMW PGA. And it's, it's our flagship event and uh, gets a great strong field and it's, it's one to put on your resume. It's, it's extremely important. Um, obviously, very, very, uh, very happy to have Rolex, you know, sponsor those. Those are big elevated events that uh, get, get strong fields, and uh, you know, I'll certainly be a part of a few of those this, this year. All right. So Luke Donald coming in from uh, Wentworth today. I can remember when he won that. Twi- I was I was at the event in, in 2012 when when he won. That was during his his run. Remember, he was talking about 2011 when he ascended to world number one. And Luke Donald still has that beautiful, balanced golf swing. But his real lethal trait, which I think was primary to his ascension, was his short game, uh, particularly with the putter. And he still uses that same kind of, at the time, it looked even more like it should be in a museum somewhere, like it was some type of medieval weapon, you know, with the big fangs coming off in the back of it. But he did that for the balance and and what's called moment of inertia, which is stability at the moment of of impact to keep the ball in the line. I mean, it's again, it's it's an aside and a geeky thing to share with you, but a lot of people don't realize that when it comes to putting, because of where the shaft comes in to the putter, uh, if if you catch it off the center of the club face, you're going to get an oscillation. There's going to be a wobbling of one material banging against another. The other thing that people don't realize with putting is that it's it's a rubber compound against a, a variety of different compounds nowadays with putters, but but oftentimes it's a metal frame, whether it's made from uh, an alloy or whether it's made from steel or, or what have you. Uh, and the first thing that happens when that contact is made, it's a collision between putter head and ball, is the ball hops. And, and people don't realize that. They, they assume that the first thing that happens is the ball starts to roll. What it really does is ricochet off the face. And so what, what the engineers are doing when you talk about this different weight, et cetera, uh, is they're, they're trying to get control of the roll as soon as possible. Because when the ball's in the air, you obviously have no control over it. So uh, it, by, by 
the weight in the in that moment of inertia again stability at impact and how you do the weighting to keep that face square to your desired line will have an impact of the ball actually starting out in the path that you want it so uh, one of the best at doing that was was Luke Donald there's no doubt about that and and it is when he was talking about the history of the event I was thinking back you know he went back as far as uh, Seve from what I, I think was the farthest back he went but I was thinking even back to the Piccadilly because my belief is someone out there correct me if I'm wrong on this I think that Arnold Palmer won there and that was the last time Arnold Palmer won before he joined the senior tour. And when I say joined the senior tour, they started the senior tour when Arnold Palmer turned 50. But I believe prior to that, the last professional event that he won was at Wentworth. Because I know the last event that he won, and I think it was 1975, but the last event that he won on the PGA Tour was in 1973 at Bob Hope's event in Palm Springs where Arnold Palmer had a house too. But, but someone out there will, will check me on that, but I believe that's how that all went down. Uh, Dom's in my ear saying he's, he's got something for us. What's up, Dom? No, I just have something I have to read. Are you ready? Yeah. Mr. Mr. Healthy Guy. What did you say? Blueberry muffin. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts blueberry muffin. 460 calories, 15 grams of fat, 44 grams of sugar. Just in case you're wondering, that is more than 100% of the sugar you're supposed to eat in a day. Now, Dominic, old reliable. Hey, I think I like the glazed donut. Oh, fatty Dominic, you want a glazed donut? Yeah, I want a glazed donut. 240 calories, half the calories of your precious muffin, and only 13 grams of sugar. That's like a quarter of the sugar in your muffin. How do you feel about your muffin now? <laughs> My favorite part of that whole story is the ascension that Tom goes on, fatty Dom. We never said that. <laughs> yeah, but, but you, I would like everyone to, always makes fun of the way I eat. Like, Andrew, I'm disgusted. I, want you to change I don't eat font, that bad. And I now want it to read Fatty Dominic. <laughs> oh, he's just calling. Or That's just mean. I am offended. I need a donut. So the other thing that... I'm just saying, next time you go into a Dunkin' Donuts, Matt, just rethink your order. Just who, who a couple extra seconds. Dom? That is from the Dunkin' Donuts website. You, did, you, you were doing your own... Dun- you were doing research? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was listening to Luke Donald, kind of. Yeah, a little bit, right. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> if someone had sent it into, if one of our viewers or listeners had sent it in, I'd feel a lot different. But knowing that yeah, you would be like, your- oh, of course that's what that person said. But this is no, this is Fatty. hard evidence here, Matt. Fatty. Change it back, Andrew. <laughs> this is mean. I don't like the way this is going. Mean? We should talk you about did it. Billy Horschel or or something else. We're going to change the name of the show. We're going to call it Maddie and Fatty. Hey, welcome. <laughs> what was your question about Arnold Palmer? His last event on the European tour. I believe he won this event in 1975. It was called the Piccadilly back then. I think the it was Penn his last. Fold PGA Championship is what it was called uh, in 1975 in May. That was did, 1975. And did Mr. Palmer win The last event that he won on the PGA Tour was 1973. Uh, the Bob Hope. And then he yeah, won. You'd, you'd know that if you weren't researching donuts. We were he won on the Canadian Tour in 1980. 
Did he? So, yeah, that was he won the so La that would be International Golf Classic in 1980. That would be his last. So that was win, that was his prior, last professional win. Yeah, prior to I guess we'd have to say because in 1980 he turned 50. I'm not sure when the Canadian Tour victory was, and they literally kind of started the Senior Tour, not kind of, but they started it because he turned 50. So uh, in August of eight, 19, I don't know what his birthday was, but his August August of 1980 is when he won on the Canadian Tour, and his first official senior event was December please. of 1980. All right, all right. So then there we so go. His answer. last official and last official priest may have been. Pre, it definitely yeah. was Canada. His last official pre-senior tour victory was in Canada. Prior to that was this one in 1975. Because the reason why I brought it up was. Again, I didn't know about the Canadian uh, victory, but the, whenever they talk about Arnold Palmer, they always talk about his last win on tour, PJ Tour, was in 1973 at Bob Hope's event. When, as Dom just illustrated, uh, he won it, I, I mentioned he won in 1975 at Wentworth, and then he won on the Canadian Tour apparently after that too, which is very, very cool that he continued to win that deep into his, his career because in the year that he won, he would have been either on the verge of 50 years old, which is, I'm guessing, what it was. He was probably 49. Uh, but then at 50, of course, they launched the whole senior tour, and, and that took that whole new direction. That has been absolutely awesome. As you guys know, one of our big sponsors, Tour Edge, uh, is very much vested in the Champions Tour, as they call it. Now, uh, Tour Edge, pound for pound, the best value in golf. Check them out when you get a chance at touredge.com to see all of their great products. So... What I was going to say with, with Luke Donald was he was talking in that cut about his picks. He's also making six picks. So here we had yesterday with Trevor Immelman making his six picks. And his team now on the International uh, President's Cup team is Hideki Matsuyama, Tom Kim, Sunjay M, Mito Pereira, Adam Scott, right? Corey Connors. And then the, the picks, Christian Bezadenhout, Taylor Pendrith, Sebastian Munoz, Cam Smith, Siwoo Kim, and K.H. Lee. All right? Coming up this morning in 21 minutes, we're going to know the picks of Davis Love III on the U.S. President's Cup team. Uh, so that's shortly coming up. And then on the... United States Ryder Cup team, which I realize is down the road, so it is for, for Luke Donald, there's going to be six picks there as well. And, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to find a formula where they get players who are in the best form leading into the competition. So that's the way that goes. Okay. As to what's going on at Wentworth, and of course the, the thumbnail that, that Andrew put together today, which was, which was absolutely classic. There it is again. That's what opened our show today, that thumbnail, pure class. So you may have heard uh, John Rahm and Billy Horschel were amongst the players that were upset that there were players from Liv playing at Wentworth. And we'll start here with John Rahm with this sound. Uh, This is courtesy uh, of Sky because what John was saying here wasn't so much about they're playing on live. They should be barred because he noted, which I think rightfully, there are players that are associated now with live that literally help build uh, the European tour as we know it. Of course, it's now called the DP World Tour. So he talked about that, but there were others that he wasn't happy with because it took a good buddy of his, another Spanish player, out. 
I do, I do think, and I just said this in the press conference, uh, there is, in my understanding, there is certain of a double standard when it comes to the relationship Liv has with the European Tour and the PGA Tour. Right, the PGA Tour can't survive without some of the biggest stars because there's so many new ones coming in. Uh, European Tour nowadays is some of those big names that you still may need, right? Um, and there is some players in Live Golf that have dedicated their entire life to European Tour. And precisely this event, they've played here combined possibly more than 70 times, right? Mm -hmm. I can think of just four names that would add up to that. So um, I don't necessarily disagree too much with that. What I do disagree with is some of the names that have never, never presented, expressed any support towards the European Tour, any interest or the event whatsoever. And to be given those players an opportunity and take it from people that have dedicated themselves to the European Tour, I think it's wrong. Um, and it is a little bit more personal this time for me because the first player out on the list is a Spanish player, Alfredo Garcia Heredia, a great friend of mine, who's played 20 European Tour events this year. I'm not going to name anybody, but the only reason they're here for is well ranking points, hoping they can finish in the top 50 to fin play certain majors. That's clear as day, and if they're saying otherwise, they're not fooling anybody, at least not me. So uh, that's to me where the mistake comes in. I'm not opposed to Sergio or Westy or GMAC or Poulter being here because they've dedicated their life to European tour, but there's some names that, you know, to me, and even Patrick Reed, he's, he's He's played European Tour. He's played the DP World Tour. He's been here for the last few years. He's mm -hmm. played the European, the Porsche Open, right, as well. So he has shown some interest. So I think he, he has earned his right to be here. But there's some players that even though they qualified, however they qualified, I think, uh, they're taking the spots from some players that deserve it way more than they do. I think there is with some players, uh, and depending who you ask, right? I, th I think there is. In my case, uh, not too much. I mean, Sergio and I are great friends. I'm good friends with a lot of them. So uh, my opinion of them is not going to change whether I agree with their decisions or not. Um, so that that's all I have to say. I, I think it's maybe blown out of proportion a little bit by the media, right? Uh, those people up until a few months ago, like I said, dedicated the entire career to the to the DP World Tour. So uh, I don't think this is much as some people would think, but I could be wrong. I don't speak for the entire tour and the entire tournament. So uh, I think it's a bit in between what I'm saying right now and what a lot of people are saying. All right. So John Rahm, again, his his comments, which I think were were pretty well balanced in in saying that, you know, there's there's a lot of people that are coming in and playing this week. Uh, sure, they're they're coming off live, but okay. They helped build the tour as we know it today. Now, Billy Horschel was a little bit different, and he kind of named names, and he said there's, there's players that are just there for world ranking points and all the rest. And, you know, I heard that. Honestly, I, I don't know. If a player's qualified to be in an event of that stature and they can't play on the PGA Tour, but they're being allowed to play on that tour, uh, I know Billy was upset because he said it was taking money away from people that were there, but these players are qualified to be there. So in any event, Taylor Gooch went back at him a little bit, and here's, here's the sound from Billy Horschel, again, a courtesy of Sky, where, where he was talking about his opinion about kind of taking the money out of the pocket of players that otherwise would be there. Roy and Fitzy made their name on this tour, and they came up, and, and, and the European Tour players, for me, Yes, I've been a member for the last handful of years. I've only really played four to six events. Um, and when I try and look at everything going, you know, about it, 
if this was a PGA Tour event, I would, I would hammer them pretty hard. Um, and so I've tried to talk to a lot of the, the, the members, the, the regular members out here that I know of and try and get a good perspective of what everyone feels. And some guys are okay with it, some aren't, some are in the middle. Um, and, you know, when I look at it, the, D, the DP World Tour is trying to build themselves, build the tour back up because the last couple of years have been tough for this, this tour. Uh, but those guys, when they signed that deal and the money that they got, they factored in, they had to be able, they had to be smart enough to factor in that they knew that they may not be able to play uh, either tour. They may not be able to get world ranking points. So they fact, so the money they got was factored in and that's why they signed those deals. So as much as I get along with Lee and Ian and, and some of these other guys very well, and they've supported the tour for, for quite some time um, over their careers, I honestly feel like it's a slap in the face to, to the rest of the members of this tour that they're coming to play, um, I believe it is the biggest uh, purse on the DP World Tour with the you know with a full field, and that they are going to be taking money out of out of guys' pockets this week. And so, I, I just don't think that's right in my opinion. And and it, like I said, I I I'll leave Rory and and John and and Fitzy to to take a harder stance and hard line on on it because they are European Tour players and they live and they made their name over here and, and but I just don't agree with it. Okay, so that was Billy Horschel responding to the same his line obviously even harder than that of John Rahm as I mentioned to you. We are super pumped because when we come back we're going to get a chance to speak with another player that has earned his way to the PGA Tour. More of the Maddie and Fatty show after this. Boeing Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boynegolf.com. I guess hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylormade cobra titleist and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof don't just shop this season shop with the pros at the pga tour superstore created without the constraints of time or money 
PXG golf clubs are the most technologically advanced available today, and they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Matt Adams here with you. Dom and Andrew are behind the glass. So the Corn Ferry Tour Finals Top 25. Will Gordon, David Lingmurth, Austin Eckrode, Philip Knowles, Michael Glickick, Dean Burmester, Eric Cole, Joseph Bramlett, Austin Cook, Nick Hardy, Henrik Norlander, Ben Martin, Ryan Armour, Nicholas Lindheim, Brent Grant, Carson Young, Scott Harrington, Thomas Dietrich, Tano Goyo, Nicholas uh, Akavaya, did I say that one correctly? Sam Stevens, Matty Schmid, Bryce Garnett, Brian Stewart, and Kyle Westmoreland. Those are those that gained it through the finals 25. Remember, there was another 25 cards through the regular season that was given as well. Uh, our next uh, guest is Brent Grant, whose name you just heard me mention. And I want to show you this video from when Brent secured it, when it was done. And if you ever wondered about pure emotion, elation, having captured the moment, and it comes down to a moment, watch this. Slow motion reaction. Is that awesome or what? This is the big one now here. It was the second one, even more. Yeah! Absolute delight to have Brent with us and say, congratulations, Brent, dude, you are on your way to the PGA Tour. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's, uh, it's a nice early morning here in Phoenix, and uh, we're enjoying some, uh, I guess, coffee and to, to wake up, and I'm excited for this uh, interview. Uh, is, is it even possible yet that the full weight of what you have accomplished has settled upon you? Uh, a few people have asked me that, and honestly, no. I was I, I tried to think about it uh, after the round. Uh, I mean, we had probably another three or four hours until I left the golf course, um, and then you know I drove to Indianapolis, spent the afternoon there, flew back home yesterday, and 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 throughout all this time, so basically a good solid, you know, fifty or so hours. Um, it, it just it's it's impossible. Um, you know, especially because uh, we got to turn right around and go play in Napa. So uh, maybe it'll settle sometime during the uh, dur- during the winter. I happen to love the fact that you guys are turning right, right around and playing because I think it gives all of you guys coming in that have games, gained status uh, a unique advantage because you're coming off a five-week grind. Absolutely, you know, heart on your sleeve grind. And so your game should be in a competitive position that – uh, there is no rust. You're, you're going to be able to jump right back in there. I mean, 
to that point, I realize it's going right back out again, and you probably would like to, to rest on the couch for a few more days. But how excited are you be able to tee it up with the moniker of a PGA Tour player attached to your name now? Oh, I, I'm so thankful for it, honestly, Matt. It, 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 you know, I'm going to Napa, which, which um, is one of my favorite places in the world, uh, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, and then, you know, I've played that golf course a bunch uh, in many tour events and, and whatnot. So I'm familiar with the area. I'm familiar with kind of all of the logistics and getting in and out of that city and, and that golf course. So, um, yeah, I'm ready to go compete. I mean, this is this is what we do this for. We go uh, we go to show up and we go up to win. So, um, you know, why show up any other any other way? Absolutely. I, I'm curious, Brent. When was it like how old were you? But when was it that you first envisioned the dream of playing on the PGA Tour? Um, probably once I made it through Q school for the for the final time. Um, you know, I started pretty late. Um, I think it was about 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, didn't really play any junior golf. I, I made it to a USAM or two. Um, you know, in my teenage years. And then I, I worked mostly in the golf industry and, and working was something that, that my family has always done. So to go and, and chase the dream was something that, that um, I, I feel truly blessed to be able to do. Um, and, and now that now that it's it's become a reality and, and, and I get to take that work ethic and that thought process of just working as hard as I possibly can and bring it to the PGA Tour. And I know for a fact that, that if I continue to do the things that I've done that have gotten me here, I, I will I will be successful. You know, what's interesting about it, Brent, and, and, and I want to pick up on this because you talked, you just used the, the word family and you talked about working in the industry. So often we hear that golf is an individual game and uh, albeit it, I realize that it is, but I don't think that what you guys do, what you guys have just accomplished collectively in, in gaining your status and cards to PGA Tour, I don't think it's a singular pursuit. Uh, I think there's there's family that are taking you to to tournaments. There's people that that help you along the way, whether it's giving you a job or giving you insight, et cetera. So to that, I'm just curious, along with yourself, who else was able to graduate to the PGA Tour in the, in, in your name of, of Brent Grant because they helped you along the way? Well, the entire the entirety of my family, obviously, both both the Grant and the Turner families uh, from the East and West Coast. Um, you know, my coach and his family, Tony Greco, has been been unbelievable. Uh, Kevin Duenas, uh, my trainer, uh, Sean Drake and his team over Athletic Chiropractic. Um, you know, all of my sponsors. I mean, I have I have I have gained a huge huge amount of family uh, over the last couple three years. Uh, obviously, the folks over at Strixon have been just absolutely unbelievable. Um, you know, I, I, I call them my family for sure. Um, and then, yeah, Chris, Chris, my caddy, um, he, he's unbelievable. Uh, he's been great through, the, through every step of the journey, dealing with me and dealing with all of my emotions and figuring out some way to get me to where I want to go. Um, but, yeah, my girlfriend, Emily, she's great. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's – it's and, and – and, finally the the entire state of hawaii um mm-hmm. ultimately without without them without the aloha that 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 they've instilled in me um and 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 keeping me grounded through and will continue to keep me grounded 
throughout my career. Um, you know, I'm, I'm eternally grateful to them um, and, and that entire, that, that entire island. So, um, yeah, I just, I hope I can continue to set a good example and, 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 um, make sure they all understand how thankful I am to have them as my family. That's very, very cool. Brent, I, I do want to pick up, you mentioned Strixon specifically with sponsors. I always <laughs> like to ask players about their sponsors so that we can say thank you to you for coming on and, and, and sharing your experience and perspectives with us. And it's a way for us to say thank you to your sponsors for helping you do your thing. So other than Shrixon, is there anybody else you want to mention? No, I'm actually glad you gave me that opportunity because as soon as I got done with that spiel, I, I totally missed what I'm sitting here with. So uh, the, the team over at Shore Park 4, um, they've been unbelievable. Um, Bobby and Todd and all those guys um, love them all. And then I've got a I've got a company out of out of California called Rockform. Um, they've been a huge supporter of mine. Really, truly, couldn't be here without them. And then we just picked up uh, a company called Up Wellness. That the those guys over there are great. They've they've got a great product, and and I started using it probably midway through the season, and and it really helped me uh, get to where I am now for sure. It's just for a mind like mine, it, it it's it's exactly what I need. So I'm actually drinking it right now. So. Very but cool. uh, but yeah, Matt, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Now, uh, Dom, I'm going to bring you in for a second here with Brent because you brought your your boy who was what six at the time. You want to tell the story? Yeah, he was five. Well, I think some five. of the things that sometimes gets overlooked. You know, Brent is talking so much about the family around him and how he gets to where he is, but he's also mm -hmm. passing that passing that down. And if uh, Andrew can bring in some pictures here. This is before the Rex Hospital event in North Carolina. And one of those four guys standing with their golf bags is Brent. Um, I live in the North Carolina area. My son is a part of the First Tee program. And I took him to this event, and it was an extraordinary event. All four of those players were extremely interactive with all the kids, taking a massive amount of time away from their schedules during a tournament week. I mean, you can see all the kids there that went to the event. And, you know, Brent's all the way on the far right-hand side there in that photograph. And they were walking up and down the range, you know, encouraging all the young kids. You know, half those kids are going to go up to, to be Brent Grants because people like Brent are taking time out of their busy schedules to pay it forward, to pay it, you know, back to these children to get to where they've gotten. So it just it shows what kind of person not only Brent is, but so many of these guys on the PGA Tour and on the Corn Ferry Tour, you know, they, they understand where they, how they got to where they are, and that is proof that they understand it. Yeah, it's very cool, Brent. Well done with that. That, that leads me to that question that I love to ask you guys, and obviously you're living it, you're demonstrating it, and that is your, your name, Brent Grant, is now its own brand. Uh, you've reached the, the, the highest stage for, for the game of golf. And I'm just, I'm curious, again, you've already demonstrated it, uh, but I'm curious what you want the definition of your brand to be. Wow. I was, yeah. Um, I guess it, it, it runs right along with, with the, the legacy that I want to leave the, the, as a, as a man and as a person, um, you know, the the brand is is quite simple we work hard we keep our head down um 
and we make sure that all of those around us, whether they're family, friends, or strangers, understand that, that we care about them and we love them. Um, and, and we do everything in our power to, to make sure that we leave the place better than we, we found it. Amazing stuff. Now, uh, Brent, I'm going to ask you to, to take on the role. Andrew, if you could pull up that video again. I'm going to ask you to take on the role of a sports broadcaster, of a golf broadcaster, if you please. And we're going to play this slow motion video of your reaction. And you tell us what's going on here, your voice to your reaction. Well, obviously, he's, uh, he's been waiting his whole life to get this done. Um, you know, we all know that he's a fiery player. Um, it, it's clear that he left it all out on the course. And uh, there's nobody else out there that's going to be that's going to be more real and more more authentic than that right there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, when when you were going through that celebration, was there anything audibly you were actually saying? Were you looking at Chris? What what was actually obviously we're watching in slow motion, but what was going on at that moment? Was it just just like screaming? Yeah. So I mean, we 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 <laughs> it's it, we like to call it a barbaric yelp. So it's, uh, it's, it's every, every ounce of, of sound and, and, and yell that I could possibly muster at the time. Um, I had, I had my coach and my girlfriend and, and my best friend and, and, um, and a few other folks there on the corner, which is pretty much about 30 degrees left of where I made this putt pretty much right there is where I'm looking. And, uh, obviously the rest of the crowd is over there as well. Uh, and then the second one here, I mean, it is just, is just finally, this is, this is it right here. Um, and to, to get it done, um, that way. Um, and then, and then I go and walk and Chris is coming right at me and he's, he's, he's basically right behind, he's right in front of my coach there. And, uh, I embrace them all. And, and, um, I even, apparently I, they, they caught a little F bomb there on, on live TV, which was nice, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it was just yes, um, and um, yeah, I've I've made long putts before, uh, you know, and and I and I get loud and I and I and like I said, it's authentic. But but in that moment, it was I knew that I was going to make that putt. Um, I was saying the whole time that that God is with me the whole way, um, and I felt myself be calm over the putt. I hit it right where I was looking, and then it went back to the right, as you saw, and and. Um, yeah, the rest of it is like I said that that's that is true, authentic me. There's <laughs> there's no uh, there's no veil, there's no fakeness behind that. It's that's me. Every day. Uh, that's awesome, Brent. We love it. We're excited about what you what you have uh, before you now. Proud of what you accomplished, and we wish you the very very best as you move forward. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate this opportunity. Tr- truly appreciate you. Yeah, it was, it was good to see you. All right, folks, so we'll be back with more of the Fairways of Life show right after this. Stay with us. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. 
I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here. And we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe. And you got a chance at winning some of this. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I've absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour be for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. <laughs> you got me on a good day. Are you ready? For golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing. Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 50.3 inches. The Wiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Back to the Fairways of Life show. Matt Adams here with you. Andrew and Dominic are behind the glass. We have breaking news at this hour. The six captain's picks for Davis Love III have now officially been announced for the President's Cup coming up at Quail Hollow the 20th to the 25th. Uh, they are as follows. A 31-year-old Max Homa, four-time winner on the PGA Tour uh, and rookie uh, this year at the President's Cup. Billy Horschel at 35 years old, a seven-time winner on the PGA Tour. And believe it or not, Billy Horschel is a rookie at the President's Cup. Kevin Kistner at 38, a four-time winner on the PGA Tour. He played in the President's Cup in 2017, 2-0-2, his record that year. Colin Morikawa at age 25, a five-time winner on the PGA Tour and, of course, a multiple-time major champion. Uh, he will be a rookie, believe it or not. Jordan Spieth at 29 years old, a 13-time winner on the PGA Tour, and again, a multiple-time major champion. He's been on three other President's Cups from 2013, 2015, and 2017. His record, 8-5-1. and one. And then finally, Cameron Young at age 25. His best finish on the PGA Tour to date is a second at the Open at St. Andrews, tied for second at Sanderson Farms, the Genesis Invitational, the Wells Fargo Championship, and the Rocket Mortgage Classic. He will be a rookie on this President's Cup team, and I suspect he will also be the Rookie of the Year on the PGA Tour. So that is the completion of the United States team. They will be joining 
Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau, and Justin Thomas. The teams are set for the President's Cup. Okay, uh, before we say so long on this day, let's get you set up on how and when and where you can get your golf coming up starting bright and early tomorrow morning. Let's start with the BMW PGA Championship on the DP World Tour, and coverage will kick off for the next four days. We have it for you, Golf Channel, from 7 a.m. Eastern Time, so you can watch the DP World Tour in all of the action. As to the LPGA, still in Ohio this week. Uh, the, the LPGA coverage will be getting underway Thursday at 4 p.m. on Golf Channel. And then Saturday and Sunday, the coverage will be at uh, 2 p.m. on Golf Channel on Saturday and Sunday. And don't forget, over the next couple of weeks, a featured group coverage on ESPN Plus will also be a part of the LPGA Coverage And then finally, the Ascension Charity Classic on the Champions Tour. That coverage from 1 p.m. on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 5 p.m. on golf is where you can find all of that. Thank you so much for your company today, folks. Fun to have the show that we had, and we will continue to go down this path of talking with some players that we're super excited about that which lies in their future. Hope your future uh, in the form of this day and what is left of this week and then the golf that you can enjoy this weekend is a great one. Bye for now.